Derek Zemrak, the box officer. Happy New Year, my friend. How are you? Happy New Year, 2022. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> A brand <laughs> new year. Take those twos. The last two haven't been that good. So just bring on the twos. Bring the twos on. Wipe those other twos out. Exactly. <laughs> Bye. Hopefully this year will be better than the last two. Uh, you're starting well, we it off with a very interesting movie. There's so much <laughs> buzz about licorice pizza. That's correct. Licorice pizza is a coming-of-age story. And now you know that this is my favorite category <laughs> ever, ever, you know? And I have to stay up front. I'm telling people right now, you have to see this in a movie theater. Don't watch it on a television. You may be saying, okay, Derek's lost it already in 2022. <laughs> because why would you have to see a coming-of-age story? There's no blow-ups. There's no all these things. The cinematography is absolutely amazing. Takes place in the 1970s, uh, San Fernando Valley. Recreate. There's a scene where the two main lead actors, which I'll get into in a minute, are running. It's just stunning. It mm-hmm. looks beautiful on a screen. So go see it in the movie theater. Okay? okay. Now this is a Paul Thomas Anderson film. Okay, who brought us some, you know, some of my favorite films like Boogie Nights and Mel's oh, yeah. <laughs> no, going Boogie Nights. Really? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's done so many great films and you know he every time he comes up with a movie you're like going you gotta wait he doesn't make a lot of movies not like one of those directors that just cranks them out he does projects he wants to know this is very different from other movies that he's done okay it's natural it's beautiful it's actually so real that you feel like these people do have you know flaws in them as characters and also in their their appearance they're natural okay it's okay to have pimples and it's okay to have crooked teeth and a lot of Hine plays the lead uh, female and Cooper Hoffman who is the son of Philip Seymour Hoffman oh my gosh yes both of these actors yes now I see (laughs) the resemblance <laughs> yes. And now both of these actors actually it's their first film roles and they hit it out of the park. These both of these people are gonna skyrocket past the pizza parlor all the way to stardom. Let me tell you. They are just phenomenal in their roles. Uh, you want them on the screen even more than Sean Penn and Bradley Cooper who are also in this movie. Nuh-uh. So when you have <laughs> yes, when you have these types of characters who you just wanna see them more than these big stars, you know the performance are great and these people they're gonna do phenomenal in their careers so basically what this movie is he is a 15 year old boy Gary who that's Cooper's character for high school and he's awkward and he's in the drama club and it's picture day now we all dreaded picture uh, day right yeah. <laughs> well all, all he notices is this 25 year old girl who's the assistant photographer and he kind of finds her interesting and they meet later for dinner now a lot of people are gonna say oh my god it's a you know, it's a teenager with a 25-year-old. Well, no, it's not. It's a relationship. But, you know, I often wonder, it's like, if the roles were turned, how would it proceed? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's one flaw, I think, of the movie. Yeah. But overall, this is a movie that you are going to enjoy. It's going to bring you back to that coming of age, that awkward stage when you're 15 years old. You're not sure where you're going. You're still the other character who's 25 years old and still doesn't know where she's going. And they just build this relationship. And it just brings you back to that 70s. The soundtrack is enjoyable. The cinematography is amazing. It did win Best Picture at the National Board of Reviews. So that's a, an amazing thing for it uh, already, you know, an early Oscar buzz. Mm-hmm. You also have the several um, Golden Globe nominations. I'm not quite sure what that means nowadays, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> you know, after that train wreck, they can't even find a host. I think they should have Mel 
and I do it, right? There we should just go. host it, you know? They can't find anybody. We'll throw it in. <laughs> um, maybe, you know, you'll do all the, the announcing instead of me for the name because <laughs> I don't want to be a, called a Snoop Dogg in any, any a- aspect. Okay, exactly. so the, th- the thing is, is that this movie, you know, it also has gotten so many awards all over by the, the critic circles across the country as best picture, best performances. This is a movie you've got to see. I give it four slates out of five. Ooh. One of my favorite movies of the year in my top ten, which we'll be talking about on the podcast. I have one more question about licorice pizza. (laughs) If you want one, don't try it. Why? I I tried it. I I don't want to to give up that. I mean, it's let's just say awkwardness, not common. Let's just throw out those terms, okay? okay? Okay. Uh, Because, you know, will it become a trend that people actually eat licorice pizza? You know, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, instead of pineapple pizza, licorice on top? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I think you have to see the movie to understand why it's actually called licorice pizza. Okay. And, and, uh, and I, I don't, as you know, I don't like to do any types of, of spoilers or, or throw anything out there that may right. you know, throw and things sorry, out there. I'm sorry I led you down the road and asked you to do a spoiler, <laughs> but I appreciate you holding strong on that. But I, but I also think, you know, uh, Mel, I think you're, you're, you're having a little desire for licorice pizza, so. Try it. You know, I do like licorice, and I do like pizza. <laughs> you never know. Now I'm going to be Googling know. licorice pizza recipes. <laughs> so 2021 was definitely a challenging year, but at least we had movie production companies that actually were willing to release new material. So it was better than 2020. There were still some really good movies in 2021, and you nobody's going to be surprised about my favorite. It was James Bond, <laughs> No Time to Die. Hello? Fantastic movie! A fantastic movie, but, you know, uh, it was, well, except for the ending, which we won't spoil in case some people in this world have, have not seen this movie. But I do think... It was fun. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a bit long, but it, it was not in my, my top ten. But, okay. you know, that, that happens. But I do think that people, you know, enjoyed that movie. It brought back people to the movie theater. Yes. That's what was great at Arthur Movie Theater. It was the biggest movie uh, that we had, which still have. I mean, it, it beat Spider-Man. We had 170 people. 178 was our biggest, you know, 2021 that came to the theater. And it was No Time to Die. So, uh-huh. believe me, we have thankful for No Time to die but not in my favorite but okay all right so what yeah. are the so, best movies in your opinion of 2021 now, these are my favorites you know they may people may say oh god you know Derek's lost it a little bit but and a lot of these pictures people may not have seen okay? okay because they are new and they are you know just coming out so my number 10 film of, of the year we'll start from the, the bottom up was Cyrano okay the uh, history piece starring oh. oh yeah Peter Drinklage from Game of Thrones yeah Yes, right? yes, and yes. Sometimes I get bored with the period pieces. I love this. I think it's a great story. It's coming out. Most people haven't seen it yet, um, except for the people who vote. Of course, <laughs> you know, gotten screeners. Thank you. I'm just plugging that. All right, number nine would go to Tick, Tick, Boom. Okay, that stars Andrew Garfield. Uh, you know him from Spider-Man, British actor who actually is phenomenal in this in this film. It's on Netflix right now. You can watch it. It's based on a true story of the writer who wrote the Broadway hit Rent. 
Okay, so if you love music, you love Broadway plays, get behind the scenes of how this writer for so many years was writing this, working at a diner, and then all of a sudden, boom, hit it. Okay, so Mm -hmm. (laughs) the next one would be, uh, which now we're on number eight, would be Coda. Okay, you're going to see this movie get a lot of attention. Then we're going with Being the Ricardos. Okay, this is kind of a mixed one that people may say, oh boy, we talked about this earlier. It's about Lucio Ball. um, And uh, I thought it it was interesting, a great screenplay. You're going to get a screenplay nomination. You're going to get a nomination for Nicole Kidman for the Oscars for this. The Power of the Dog. Okay, another one that will just be coming out. You're going to love this movie. Then we just talked about Liquid Pizza. Okay, Mm -hmm. so we're going with Liquid Pizza. Then West Side Story. Now, Mel, you haven't seen West Side Story yet, right? No, not yet. But I heard it got disappointing box office returns. Like they were saying financially it was a flop. But it was a complete bust. Who cares? <laughs> it is great. Um, you know, this is another one that's, you know, playing in our theater. It's doing, you know, just as well as the national average, which we never do because we're such a small <laughs> market. But West Side Story, Steve Spielberg did it right. He opened up the film. He left the original music, brought back Rita Moreno, who you're going to probably see a nomination. I predicted that three years ago. Yes. But let's see what happens. Okay. Then I'm going with Belfast. Okay. This is a great film. You're going to love this one if you haven't seen it. And then my top two, drum roll, please. (laughs) Drive My Car, a Japanese film, okay? Okay. Now, this is actually will win best foreign film, hands down, no question. It's a great story about a gentleman who loses his wife and another person who loses them. They become friends as she becomes his driver, and it's just a heartwarming story. They're actually predictions that this could actually slide in and win best picture. Not only best foreign film, but best picture. Now, obviously, a few years ago, they had Parasite, yeah. uh, which is actually a foreign film that got, you know, won the Oscar for best picture. So if you get a chance, this movie isn't out that much. It's very limited. going to, you know, start coming out when the Oscars, the Oscar nominations come out the first week of February, I believe. Okay. You're going to see a lot of people booking this movie, and it's going to be there. And my number one film of the year, which I loved, absolutely loved, was Nightmare Alley. Yeah. We talked about it earlier. <laughs> It's a phenomenal film by Del Toro, directing the cinematography. You know I love cinematography. Oh, heck yeah. And this movie just kept me going. A lot of people that have seen this film say, oh, it was a little slow in the beginning. Yes, but I wanted to know who all these characters were at that carnival. I wanted to know who they were. So I didn't find it boring at all. The second act really picks up, and the third act is nonstop. Please stick through this movie. You'll love it. That's my favorite film of the year, Nightmare Alley. Will it win the Oscar? No. But you know what? I'm not voting for the Oscars. I can vote for what I want for my top ten, and that is my favorite film. So there you go. Check it out. I love it. Thank you so much. Now I've got a list that I'm going to start ticking off. <laughs> Thanks, Sounds Gary. good, because we got we got to have that competition where we vote every year, you I know, know. picking the winners. Mel, you were so close last year to me. I think it was one vote. I snuck in at the end to uh, win it. So You're going to win getting every year. Come on. <laughs> I'm getting nervous, you know. Last year, was that was a tough tough one. Yes, it definitely was. Well, thanks so much, Derek, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Sounds good.